Welcome to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Business Podcast, and we're so happy you're here today to learn about how to create fresh perspectives on profitability, people, productivity, and finding peace in your small business. Today, we're going to dive into, oh my gosh, this people thing and the impact it can have on your professional career, as well as businesses that you're associated with. So I'd like to say hello, everyone. You are rock stars, and my name is Maggie Mongan. I am your host today. I'm a tenured master business coach and strategist for almost 20 years now, and I'm the CEO of Brilliant Breakthroughs, Inc., which is a coaching practice specializing in guiding small business success to optimize business performance and leadership. I'm all about improving the underserved small business sector. And I honestly believe that small businesses are the accelerant of the economy so much so that inadvertently, I founded a number one best-selling business book series for small businesses. But don't worry, we'll share a little bit more about that later. Most importantly, I want you to hear this. Like all good things that come to fruition, I did not do this alone. I invited tenured experts to join me in the authoring process. And today we have with us one of those fabulous tenured experts, number one international best-selling business author, Mark Bader. Hi, Mark. Hi, Maggie. How are you doing? We're doing okay. We're doing great. Matter of fact, everybody... You're in for a treat because you need to know who Mark Bader is. He is somebody that is very important when we look at our professional development and business success because he helps business professionals connect and leverage their business skills so they can grow their professional communities. So here you are, Mark. We're ready. Are you ready? I am. I was born ready, Maggie. (laughs) That's true. You definitely were. So your book is volume four in our book series that's titled Brilliant Breakthrough for the Small Business Owner. And the subtitle is Fresh Perspectives on Profitability, People, Productivity, and Finding Peace in Your Business. Now, everyone, if you go check us out and well, we're everywhere, but let's say Amazon, you're going to see that we have a series and the volume four is the one with the beautiful amethyst purple cover. And Mark, in that volume, your chapter was the second one, and it was titled Uplevel Your Business by Replacing Irreplaceable Employees and Move to Indispensable Key Talent for Ultimate Success. That's a lot. Yes, it is. (laughs) It is. It's a mouthful. Okay. We're going to have this really cool conversation today about why communities are important, which we've already been doing in episode 159 and 166, but now we're going to take it and we're going to amp it up and we're going to add a personal story to it, aren't we? Yes. Okay. So um, everybody you're in for an interesting listen today and some great tips and clues on how you can build your business and why it's important to. And Mark's going to guide us through this really important topic that because of the pandemic has resurfaced and I'm so glad that it has. What perfect timing. (laughs) So Mark, are you ready to take us there? I am indeed. 
Okay, so uh, let's let's start my my first question, Mark. Often you talk about community being important, um, even more important than a person's network. What do you mean when you say that? Well, what I mean by that is, you know, networking in and of itself has little value in helping a person do better in business, find a new position, or improve their current conditions. Maggie, in my mind, the term networking is simply the means to an end. The end is optimized as community. Okay. If networking is conducted with intention and purpose, you know, we'll connect with people and build our community. Building a community is essential for 21st century business success. Mm-hmm. You know, many people brag about how many connections they have on LinkedIn. This isn't necessarily a sign of success. Often, there's not a real relationship there because usually a majority of LinkedIn connections are made without having any conversation whatsoever. People may be trying to sell something to you. They reach out, you accept their connection request. You know, thus a personal relationship really does not exist. This type of LinkedIn connection is just simply an artifact of the LinkedIn algorithm and ability to hook up with a stranger across the country or across the world in way too easy of a fashion. (laughs) Yes. Here's a clue. The way we actually get things done is through purpose-driven communities. I love that. Oh, hold on. Say that again, please. The way we actually get things done is through the development of purpose-driven communities. Cool. What I know, we can use networking to establish the personal connections which can then move to the level of personal and or business relationships. Ultimately, the culmination is community. Okay, and I really want everyone to hear that Mark said, establish personal connections. And again, he talks about personal and professional business relationships. It's the relationship we're talking about, right, Mark? Yes, exactly. And if if we do that well, we build a community. Okay. Okay, this is great. Thanks for that clue. So Mark, um, have you ever been able to benefit from having built a community over the years? Unequivocally, Maggie, the answer is yes. Okay. All of my business success really has occurred through my community. My professional origin story is unique as it does not start 25 plus years ago when I began working in the human capital industry. My origin story and verification of the power of community actually begins in the fall of 2016. I was operating two businesses, one primarily focused on executive recruiting and the other focused on helping people in a career pivot better navigate the job market. Things are going pretty well with the businesses at that point. Both were growing and supporting my long-term dream of being self-employed. Then all of the goodness was abruptly interrupted. (laughs) Okay, bring it on. (laughs) Stuff happens, as they say. (laughs) Yes, stuff happens. Okay, so when did your stuff happen? On October 23rd, 2016, I was severely injured in a car accident. Mm. Although I was in the back seat, I was by far the most seriously injured. On November 4th, 2016, I had my first two surgeries, one to reconstruct my right elbow, the other to reconstruct my left thumb and fix a badly broken wrist. Mm. 
Six months later, I would have two more surgeries, one at abdominal surgery to move a very large blood clot, the other to repair a torn left shoulder rotator cuff. After the surgeries, I knew I was going to be unable to use my arms for more than six months. Imagine being un unable to use a keyboard or drive for six months, particularly as um, one of those positions, particularly as a recruiter. And on the, the talent side with helping people in job search, a lot of the work that I did was authoring and keyboarding and writing. Got so it. almost overnight, both my businesses were shut down because I was unable to physically do the work. Well, that makes sense. It's sad, but I understand that. Okay, so. Yeah, I, you, you know, you don't expect it, but, uh, you know, overnight, it went oh. just like that. Okay. So frustrated, you know, I was into my new reality and a little bit of that new reality was kind of feeling sorry for myself. <laughs> but on a Monday morning, November 15th, um, not quite two weeks after those two surgeries, I was sitting in the rocking chair where I lived for six months because I couldn't move around much. Um, it was a Monday morning and a call came in. Company was calling me about a recruiting position they wanted to fill. Even though I told them about my injuries, the CEO wanted to meet with me at my house the very next day. The CEO and the VP came uh, we had uh, several hours of conversation and to make a long story short, several weeks later, I began working for them in a recruiting capacity and worked there for two and a half years as I worked my way through my rehabilitation. Oh, cool. Later, I learned that they went out of their way to come and meet with me because of the strong recommendations that they were given about me by people in my community. And ready for this, None of the people in my community knew of my injuries at that point. So those people were referring me to this company based on what they knew of my capabilities. Very that cool. is really, really, really important. It's not just enough for people in your network to know what you do, but actually to know what you're really, really good at because those people can be the bird dogs to help you make the connections with other people important to your business success going forward. Here's a tip. If you want to get the most from your network, first make sure they truly understand what kind of skills you can bring to the table and what kind of problems you can solve for a company. But there is a caution. In order to do this effectively on a regular basis, you must be very generous about helping your network in the same fashion. What goes around does come around. This is how good things happen when you actually make time and take actions to build a real community instead of a network filled with non-relationships. Wow, there, there's a quite a bit here to unpack, isn't there, Mark? Congratulations on your recovery. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so this is a great example of the law of reciprocity in action, isn't it? Yep. Okay, so... What astonished you the most about your community showing up the way you do for them? Well, what I didn't understand to some extent was what I had been doing for years to build my community. And that was primarily going out of my way to help a lot of other people in job search or to help companies locate people. So my community went to bat for me when they didn't even know I was at one of my lowest points and continued to over the next several years, 
when I experienced depression and PTSD that was related to the, the car crash and injuries and during and after extensive physical therapy treatments. Okay. Without any doubt, it was always my community who bailed me out when I really needed support. Please note, it's my community showing up and reciprocating. And why? Because over the years, I've built a reputation for helping other people. Reciprocity is how people pay back when they consider how to pay back their obligations. Right. Right. So there's a lot involved with and it's 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 really beautiful and congratulations mark thank you 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 know because you received what you gave for a very long time and uh was this a a one-time thing or do you have further proof that building relationships and community is worth the investment well you know it's not a one-time thing and as i said i've i've built pretty much my entire business on both the candidate side and the company or hiring side via connecting and networking and building a community. But, you know, I've also had another more recent experience. You know, this one's a little different since many people have a story related to this time frame. When I say this time frame, I'm talking about pandemic time frame. Ah, okay. Once, yeah, once again, over the past year, due to the pandemic, that pretty much shuttered the economy starting in March 2020, I have a different community experience to share. It was, you know, my community of longtime members and newer members who helped me make gigantic leaps as I relaunched my businesses. I relaunched both of my businesses, new websites, everything else into the teeth of a pandemic. My community, that's truly, those are the people who are truly the heroes. They kept my businesses advancing. You know, I've relaunched Warhorse Talent. I've rebranded and relaunched my recruiting business as Warhorse Executive Search. I'm starting both a new podcast and a new video webinar series. Finally, I became a number one international best-selling business author. I owe all of these wins to my Warhorse community. So yes, Maggie, I'd be nowhere without my community. Well, I love that because sometimes we forget how simple it is and how it it impacts different aspects of our business and often more than what we realize. So thanks for sharing this, Mark, because I I imagine there's a couple people right now that are listening and they're saying, oh, I do some of that too. And and the key is, well, let's do more of that, right? Right, right. So, Mark, how do you recommend people go beyond simply building a network? Because we hear that. Build your network, build your network, build your network to building a community. Well, first of all, number one, it takes time to build a great community. You have to be patient. You have to be selective about the kind of people who you want to associate with. You have to be intentional about growing that network. You need to think in terms of which people have similar backgrounds, but you also want to um, have part of that community people who are have complementary backgrounds, knowledge and skills to your own. And part of the reason for that is because having a having those kind of people in your network makes it possible for you to make introductions to other people that are very valuable. And making those introductions, whether you're doing it as a recruiter or simply as a part of being 
part of the community, those are the things that will come back and affect you positively later on. Okay. Number two, one has to want to do this, really want to do this and do it for the long term. Um, the key is not to be transactional and simply do it because you feel you need to. The key is to be building the community when you don't personally need it. It's at this time that you are the giver, the giver of knowledge, a giver of time, a giver, a person who's generous with knowledge to help others. Okay, this makes sense so far. Um, one must see the value in building a valuable community and want it, and they must want it. And it only works if they're dedicated to do this, right? Yep. Okay. So what other insights do you have from your experience, Mark? Well, you have to seek to make and develop personal connections rather than just simply the LinkedIn type connection. Mm. Yes, this takes time and it requires effort. You know, uh, Maggie, the pandemic has definitely taught us that we can effectively do this using video technologies. Video technologies. I have been using video technologies for 10 years or more, but the vast majority of people out there have only started to really use video within the last year. And if used correctly, it is such a great tool. But the key is again, using it correctly, using it to build your community, not just to add to your number of connections. Got it. Okay, that makes sense. It, it's use it to build build the relationship, not yep. the quantity. Exactly. Great. You know, you, you also, you know, the fourth one is finding the right rooms or groups with people who have similar affinities of business experience or skills or interests. You know, you been, begin connecting with people in those groups and look for people who are influential and thought leaders within those groups. Make sure you connect with them. Make sure you offer your assistance to them in any way that you might be able to. Even if you, they, they do not take you up on the offer, the point is you offered. Number five, if you're a candidate going through the interview process or job search progress process, make sure you don't walk away from any interview opportunity, especially with the hiring manager, without using that situation to build a business relationship. You want to add that person to their to your community. There is no person that fits into your network any better than a person who is a hiring manager in that community. Mm, okay. Okay, Mark, I can't hear you right now. Oh, okay. You you. Oh, broke, I'm sorry. I, you broke up as you were starting to go into number six. Okay, we're breaking up again. Okay. Okay, now it's back to my, for some reason. Okay, everyone hang tight. We're having a technical difficulty here. So keep switching back and forth. Okay, let's see if we can do this in real time. And oh, we're so close to wrapping up, so. Oh, we'll just hang with you, Mark, and see if we can make it work. Hey, okay, hold on. I think we'll do this. <laughs> oh. oh, the joy of tech. We just spoke about technology and using video technologies. 
and audios. And here we are caught in a little bit of a glitch. Okay, Mark, are we still here? Are we trying to figure it out? Okay, I see Mark, but I don't hear him yet. Mark Bader is back in the room. Um, the right microphone is working, all of that kind of good stuff. Great. Great. So where were we? Where okay, <laughs> that would be number six. <laughs> oh, right. See, I think I said the word number six. One must remember this. Building a community is not about you. And I and I, that is all in caps. And it's not about you. It's rather about the people in your community and how you can assist them. You make this your mode of regular operation from daily, weekly, monthly, yearly. I urge you to make this a priority before it is a necessity. Additionally, be ready to receive the benefits from these relationships. Hopefully, you don't need a car crash to see the value. <laughs> well, yeah, sometimes it takes us a little bit to figure stuff out, right? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> okay, so I, I love that. It, it's as we build community, it is not about us. Right. Rather, it's about the people in our community. Okay, now I know that to be true because. I've built a couple of communities over the years and I know the value of that. And I want to share with everyone, Mark's just not talking about a one-off. He's, he's talking about, this is the way to do it. Period. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. It's um, not a theory. It's not a theory. This mm -hmm. is actual real live, real world practice. Correct. And it's a best practice. That's right. It's a best practice. It's not just a practice that, oh, it works over here, but maybe not over there. It's a best practice. And um, I assure everyone of that because of my former experiences while in building communities. And it, it was dependent upon people building trusting relationships that would support one another. And that's what Mark's talking about here. So, Mark, do you have any final words for our listeners today? Well, yeah, I, you know, this whole notion of, of community versus networking, like anything that helps you succeed, it takes work. It takes focus. It takes intentionality. And it takes a true generosity of spirit and knowledge. And that means you give more than you take. If you do for others, they will remember and do for you. That's a drop the mic. There you go. <laughs> okay. So you said it takes work, focus, and intentionality, as well as generosity of spirit and knowledge. Exactly. Okay. I wanted to repeat that so everybody can have that dial in. You can always hit rewind, everyone, and listen to it again. This is one that I, I encourage you to listen to, as well as episode 159 and 166, which um, both is Mark dropping the wisdom and opening this up a little more for you. Oh, Mark, thank you for your time today. You are welcome. Always, always a joy to talk to you. 
Okay. And in a minute here, I'm going to ask you to share how people can get a hold of you. So okay. uh, get that all queued up while I'm wrapping us up here. Okay. All right. So listeners, you can learn more and engage with number one international best-selling business author, Mark Bader. Start by reading chapter two in volume four of the book, Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner. And that's the one with the amethyst cover. And at the end of Mark's chapter, he has a special gift for you. And it's to improve your personal and business performance. So you can simplify your business success. So at the bottom of the chapter, uh, the author page at the end of the chapter. And Mark, what would that be about? Well, you know, I will spend time with anybody helping them talk a little bit about communication. If they're a candidate, help them talk about or, or help them by talking about the job marketplace, how to best approach it in these days. Um, you can reach me a couple of different places. You can reach me on LinkedIn if you look for Mark Bader, B-O-E-D-E-R. You can look at my website, which is Warhorse Executive Search. Dot com. You can also reach me via my email at mark.bader, that's B-O-E-D-E-R, at warhorsetalent.com, and at Facebook at Mark Bader. I'm pretty much widely available um, to talk with you and help provide any kind of you know guidance you might need, whether you're a company looking to hire people, whether you're a candidate potentially deciding to go out into the job market or already somebody who's out there. Um, I help people in all of these areas. And I'll give you a few more tips on job search and also how to build your own network and community. Okay, cool. Um, and at, at the very last page of Mark's chapter, he has business description and all his different social media I'm sorry. sites. No, that's okay. So um, you can check all that out there. And here's something else that's really cool. Right now you can learn everything about the book, how to get a hold of it, and how to access Mark directly if you want through our app. It's a free app. It's Brilliant Biz, B-I-Z, book. Brilliant Biz, book. And once you download that, there's a feature called Ask an Expert, and you'll see Mark Bader's name right there. You can click on it and type a question, and he'll respond back to you. Isn't that a pretty cool bonus? Yep, it's a great it's a great bonus. Not only talking to me, which hey, that's great, but there's all, also all of the other people who are part of this book that are out there. So there may be some other areas that you can also look at. Uh, yes, he's a modest kind of a guy. Yeah, <laughs> but he's a team player. Get that right, exactly. everyone. He's a Got team that. player. Yep. Okay, so um, Mark, you yes. Have you have really helped us understand the power of community and how to begin developing it. And I want to thank you for that. And once again, I'll tell everybody, listen to Mark's previous episodes, 159 and 166. This is 173 right now. And we got two more to go after this. So there's some more awesome coming your way. Mark, thanks for your time and wisdom sharing today. Thank you, Maggie. Hey, and as always, both for you and the listeners, be great today. Ah, be great today. 
And listeners, we appreciate you listening to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Business Podcast, where you learn about how to create more brilliant breakthroughs for your small business. Shine brightly until next week.